Right, so as we continue with the, uh, the topic of uh, partners in general and uh, the agreements, the, uh, the contract or the operating agreement which should be uh, constructed, the partnership agreement which should be constructed between them. So the partnership agreement should also address what are going to be the circumstances which are going to um, apply even after the partnership is dissolved. Let's say one partner sh- sells his share of the business to another. Is it permitted for him to go ahead and compete afterwards? Could he shell, sell his share and then open up a competition? Ukidom is something similar. And then he says, which is an important idea, which we would call a non-compete clause. So if it's written just by a lawyer without any sensitivity to halacha, so it would not be binding halachically. It's a type of, of agreement which we call either Kenyan Dvarim or it's a... Or it's an asmachta, but either way, in general, it would not be binding. and it has to be written in a specific way to uh, to uh, to apply halachically. And uh, you want to make sure that uh, if you, if that's going to be important to you as a business owner, so you want to make sure that you uh, you consult with a rav or you consult with somebody who will uh, make sure that it's binding halachically. Why? If, why is it, if a lawyer wrote it, it's not acceptable, not binding halachically? Uh, because either it's a Kenyan on something which is, you're not transferring anything, it's a Kenyan to, to behave in a certain way, which is what we call Kenyan Dvarim, which isn't really a Kenyan, or it's a smacht, it's an if-then. If this happens, then whatever it's going to be, and that's generally not binding halachically. Dinu Machus Adinu would only apply in the event that it's something which is uh, typically enforced by the Malch. It could p- potentially apply for something which is enforced, but since... Uh, uh, non-compete agreements are generally challenged in court uh, most often, so it doesn't rise to the level of something which would be minagasochim. Minagasochim is something which everybody recognizes as binding, not things which typically are uh, regularly challenged in one, you're from my understanding. They are challenged in court. You're saying that the legitimacy of the agreement is challenged? Yeah. Employees typically, if they if, whenever, if they're going to compete, so they will they'll, they'll challenge it in court. And my understanding from my brother-in-law is that uh, non-competes generally do not uh, are not upheld in court. Then he says, It's also important to have, as he mentioned before, that uh, somebody who's a, uh, a well-versed in halachas of choshemish, but whatnot, to look at contracts and agreements, and uh, certainly this partnership agreement, to make sure that it's written halachically. Because many times the language which is used is not something which would be halachically binding in the sense that somebody would be obligated to pay. And in the event that there's going to be any sort of fines or penalties, so there's always going to be the issue of an asmachta agreement, if then, if this happens, then you have to pay this amount, and halakhali, such an agreement is not really going to be binding, and therefore there needs to be language which is included, which is going to, let's just say for simplicity, override the fact that this is an asmachta. So many agreements end up not being binding because they weren't written with, uh, with sensitivity to halakhic principles. Then he says, now he moves on to uh, the, the nature of the partnership agreement, which you know sometimes the partnerships are created without a, a partnership agreement, a, a formal partnership agreement. So he says, If two people go ahead and decide to open up a lemonade stand, So neither one is allowed to go ahead and deviate what is typically done in that industry. 
So we look at what's commonly done between partners or in this type of business, and that's the expectation of the two partners. Vim hisnu, and in the event that they stipulate to the contrary or differently, so then everything is going to be subject to whatever their tanai is. So this is something which is true by partners. This is something typically we would say by tenants and, and landlords, is that the first thing is, what does it say in the contract? If the contract doesn't, uh, doesn't specify how to respond in this, the situation which is in question, then we look at what is the minagamadina, what does the law say, and what's commonly done, speak to real estate attorneys, people who are in real estate, to find out what typically would be done, and we would apply the same standards to, uh, to a shutfus. Then he says, a very important idea, So the primary responsibility of each partner is to work for the betterment or for the good of the partnership. And therefore, all of the interactions that either partner is going to do has to be for the good of the partnership. And not out of your own personal self-interest, when that is now in conflict with the business's interest. So whenever there's a conflict between the individual partner and the good of the business, so the business should really prevail. What this, rise, what this raises is, a very common scenario is, where literally that would translate as one of the partners goes out and gets a bribe from a merchant, but what we would refer to it more colloquially is a kickback. So one of the partners goes out and is offered a kickback for buying or selling or whatever the, uh, the situation is. Because you have a, a, a vendor who wants you to buy their paper towels, wants you to buy their light bulbs, wants you to go ahead and do whatever it is. So he goes ahead and sends you some, uh, you know, on a vacation or he sends you, uh, you know, a gift or a discount or something like that. The Oz, and then in the event that one of the partners takes that, uh, that, that gift, that quote-unquote gift, so if, if, you, if a person, if one of the partners is getting a gift from a, uh, a vendor, from a seller, so then when he has two choices between the guy who's giving him the gifts and another person who's not giving him the gifts, even though the one who's not giving him the gifts may be a little bit cheaper, so he's always going to go after the thing which is going to provide him personally with more benefit. Even though if his interest would have been for the partnership, he would have chosen the cheaper option. But he's not choosing the cheaper option because he prefers the one which is giving him these kickbacks. Gam Yitachin, it's also possible and likely, they'd actually have to divide up whatever he gets, whatever gifts he gets from that seller. So since he's working for the good of the partnership, not for himself, he would really be halakhly obligated to share that with his partner and cannot go ahead and keep that all for uh, for himself. So if the flight's a couple dollars more in American, but you have not American miles or United miles, you have to with cheaper United flight? So it could be, a- absent any previous agreement, right, so that may be something, that's not really, a, a, yeah, right, so that, that you're, you're not making a choice based on the best interest of the partnership, you're making a choice based on your personal best interest. Unless there's an agreement between you that there's a certain amount of leeway which, you, you, you know, people, each partner will allow. So based on this also, you're saying that the mileage then belongs to the partnership? Yeah, so what we do with the, 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 the miles is a whole other discussion. That, that, that is very much dependent on uh, Minaga Medina, you know, what employers typically do or what partners typically, uh, how, they, uh, how, how they handle accumulated miles and whatnot, whether it's shared or each one who spends it gets to keep it for themselves. So that's a, a whole separate discussion. But yes, that would be, uh, that would be, that, that, that would be 
part of this overall uh, agreement which they need to have between them about how they're going to go ahead and manage uh, manage those things. Yeah. Okay. Chanan ben Akash, Mazakosh Baruch Hu